Talking Ideas with Gunner and Kyle. 95.7 FM on your dial or kdrt.org outside the coverage area. Good day to everybody. It's a somewhat sunny day. Actually, it's not sunny, but it's not raining. So, uh, hello. It's the 31st of January, the last day of January, first month of the year, 2017. Our reason for being on Building Ideas was intended at one time to be an educational program regarding various subjects like roof repair to current events. Our station has always, as long as I can remember, paid special attention to the elections. We also periodically have uh, promotional Ele- data. You mean the elections the last six months? Well, I mean, we on election day, we, we, we put uh, special attention on that. We also have periodically have promotional data as we are a nonprofit station. Special thanks to all of those who have supported us in the past. Uh, the station uh, appreciates it and uh, needs it for our survival. Today... We're going to talk. I'm going to ask the question, what is the sound of one hand clapping? Many in Davis know what that is, uh, no doubt. However, the answer can be somewhat revealing to those with a full cup or a full mind, as the riddle goes. So stay tuned. We're going to do it. And uh, and a lot more we're also going to talk about. Uh, basically, we're going to be asking you today, folks of Davis or whoever listens in to us, we need your help. We need to kind of... Um, Get an idea of where we're going next. Are we going to continue with the show as the same? Are we going to go towards TV? Are we going to go to Sacramento? What is our next step? We've got a lot of other options as well as that, and we would just like to have your feedback on that and your help and call in, listen in, write in, help us here today. 7921648. Figure that out. Stay tuned. Waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it. We will, we will rock you. Buddy, you're an old man, poor man, pleading with your eyes, gonna make you zombie someday. You got mud on your face. Big disgrace. Somebody better put your bag How long into your place. this until we have to know we parameters we have for playing music. We're not a music company or a show, so I think we Yeah, we hit it. Hello, everybody. This is Gunner from Building Ideas. What is the sound of one hand clapping? Those of you don't, that know the answer, that's, you can call us 7921648, or you can just answer the question for yourself. Could be some useful... Uh, it's useful to know that. Useful to know what's in the way of knowing that. Uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit about helping you all relax and enjoy. It seems like there's a lot of unneeded stress. Uh, Every time I look at the paper, looking at the Sacramento Bee right now, I think of Wag the Dog, the movie that was made by somebody kind of telling everybody how the media uses their manipulative powers to get you stressed and worried about things you don't need to worry about. And the Sacramento Bee on the front page is the typical story here. We've got an Afghan refugee, his wife and two kids, and they're crying. And that was in the movie Wag the Dog. Do you remember that movie, Gunner? Uh, yeah, I do. 
So, I mean, this stuff just continues on. The media sh- should be called a propaganda source or a, uh, you know, a, cre- a stir up fear source. I mean, it's not even educational hardly anymore. So, anyway, I have a section of the show here that I'd like to start a little bit called Relax and Enjoy and Learn to Do That. Learn to be happy again. If, if some of you need that, or maybe you can share some of this stuff with others that don't seem to be happy. Because there's, there's no reason we shouldn't be. January 31st. Uh, interesting time of the year. I, had a, I have several people that I know that were born on today. And uh, it's a special day for me. I, I, I think that uh, the people that were born today or on the 31st of January, uh, the force runs strong in them. I know that... Uh, they wrote a book about the Aquarius, but uh, January 31st holds prayers. In fact, most people born, born in January, I, uh, I think, have a distinct characterization. My sister's a, uh, an avid uh, astrologist, and she's uh, went to the trouble of saying everything about that for one Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner after another until I got my share of it. And uh, funny thing, when you say something to me, I usually listen, and I usually remember. So... Uh, it's interesting. Anyway, the 31st, I, I lived with a lady for 10 years, and she was born on the 31st of January. The same day, a good buddy of mine, uh, there was one time Sacramento Area Handball Association, the Sacramento uh, Sacramento team, I was on it, uh, and I was playing with Roy Perez, born the same day that the, my ex was born, Karen, uh, January 31st, 1961, I believe. And uh, our game went down to a tiebreaker. And we were going to win the state championship if we won the match because it was a split match between us and the Olympic Club in San Francisco, real good players. And uh, it, turned, it came down to a 10-10 uh, game, and whoever got the 11th point won. And Roy and I played and played and played some really good team, and for some reason or another, we won it. So that's our claim to fame. So the one time that uh, Sacramento won the— uh, Bay Area uh, Championship Handball uh, Award was uh, when Roy Perez and myself played, and uh, it went down to a tiebreaker. So, and that's a pretty fancy pantsy club you played against. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best players I've I've known in handball played in the SoCal, Southern California, and San Francisco. There's some real good players down there. So, anyhow, uh, January 31st. Anybody born on that day? Let us know. It's uh, the force runs strong in you guys, and uh, I sure think it does for sure. And I have, I hold that in abeyance. So, so uh, looks like we got rain coming in again. Uh, you know, I, I have this problem with the uh, the water being let. Now the water's going down on the causeway really fast, and I guess we've got a lot of snow up in the mountains. I mean, Kyle, you know that as well as anybody. But uh, the bottom line is, is that. It seems like uh, if the lakes aren't full, shouldn't we fill them before we let all that water out? Well, I think they get nervous about not enough letting. letting if you oh, gonna, you go to Tahoe, there's not going to be a water problem this summer. There is the snow. Oh, look on Mount Rose overpass. It looks like something I saw in my grandfather's photos back in 1910. And I thought, oh, there couldn't be that much snow. That's just fictitious. It is wild. Look up Mount Rose overpass, Mount Rose Highway up there between Reno and Tahoe, and Google pictures of it. There's trucks that look just absolutely teeny, lost amongst all the mountains of snow they have up there. Yeah, so I think at this point they almost worry about 
too much runoff or if you had a rain on top of all that snow. So you, it's really a juggling match, jug, uh, juggling all of that stuff. Wow. The water district or those water people have a big responsibility. Hmm. Yeah, well, I guess that's so. I, I, th- I talked to one guy that worked for the state. He says they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. If they have a flood, they're in trouble, and if they run out of water, they're in trouble. And they really don't. I don't know which is the worst of the two, but uh, the people in charge of uh, dispensing the water and the water people uh, have a big, uh, a big sense of li- a big liability. So anything floods, they're in trouble, and if we run out of water, well, we've ran out of water before. But this is the year. It looks like we're going to not have a drought this year. It's like our drought for the 2017 will be ended. The sound of one hand clapping. What is the sound of one hand clapping? So. I'm just getting people to think about that. Uh, Kyle and I were talking earlier today, and we've been talking a little bit this week about uh, various things. We're uh, starting a new year, and Building Ideas is probably uh, looking to uh, start a new uh, a new subject and a new, uh, uh, what would you call it, Stru- uh, structure? And that's just what we don't know, folks. Our phone number here is 530-792-1648. If you don't want to call in and tell us, could you do us a favor and this week critique us and write in at info at cater.org. Contact the people here at Cater in whatever way you're comfortable with. The the office number is 530-757-2419. We're wondering, again, I've got a list of 20 things here that we can talk about in the next 20 weeks, and there's more after that. And from timeshare to a prison system to uh, overregulation to poor me, why don't we realize how lucky we are, to handshaking and how you should do it. I mean, all these things, we want to build ideas and solve problems. We've been doing that for four years, as you know, because the election was so crucial to us. We talked about that a lot lately. But now we're getting back to building ideas and solving problems. And what is it that you want that to be? What part of our show, if you've been a listener for four years, what do you like the most? What would you like to see more of? And again, the number is 530-757-2419. That's going to be an office person either answers that phone or you can go straight to through to them. Pick the person that you want to leave them a message. If somebody answers the phone, talk to them there about it. Give them suggestions about us. We would really like it. Info at kdirt.org is another way to write in or kdirt.org slash building ideas. Many ways to get a hold of us, many ways to... Help us, you know, do do we want to take this next step and move into television? Do we want to take this show and go to Sacramento or some a, a larger audience somewhere? Do we want to, what else, Gunnar? What are you thinking about? Well, uh, originally we uh, had, uh, building ideas is a, has two meanings. It's uh, building ideas, which is, uh, I guess that would be an adverb, building, or building ideas, which is an adjective, meaning uh, ideas about uh, construction and or uh, that kind of home repair or building repair. Uh, and when we first started the show some time ago, uh, Mike Pasola, general building contractor, myself, a roofing contractor and a general contractor. I did a lot of general contract work as well, but uh, primarily roofing. So uh, so I still have those. I still have that knowledge. If anybody wants to know how many downspouts they should put in the gutter and how many, you know, what kind of uh, gutter screens they should buy or not buy, I mean, I've done it all, seen it all, and know the good buys and the bad buys, and I know that uh, there's a lot out there that people have questions about. Or the type of roof. Type of roof, yeah. 
and how to repair something and or what to do when this is happening or that's happening. Uh, leaky windows are usually going to cost you a lot of money and energy. Right now, energy is more expensive than it's ever been as far as long as I've lived, and I've lived a long time. So, And we started out as building ideas under one roof because, again, with Mike Basola and Gunner, and I was Mickey Mouse in between them, we were more about construction. Well, Mike decided to move on and move off. And so Gunner and I looked at each other and we're like, well, you know, Gunner, after so many years in roofing, do you really want to, you know, so we're like, what can we change it to? So we changed it to building ideas and solving problems. And what one of my goals with this show is, is just to share with everybody how simple most everything is. We make mountains out of molehills. We have so many lawyers in this world that just want to confuse you, so you hire them. We have consultants that we shouldn't even need. If we hired politicians and people to run things that knew what they were doing, you wouldn't need a consultant to tell them what to do. And again, everything is very simply solved. So that's what we that's our goal to this show is, and we're going to get back to that. So if in that, what would you like to see solved? What would you like to see our show become grow into? Do you think we should move on? Do you think we should move sideways? Do you think we should move to TV? What do you think? Well, anyway, your input's welcome. I, uh, I've had a, spent a special amount of time. Of course, I've been in the construction business since I was a teenager. And, uh, but I spent a special amount, a good amount of time in metaphysics and uh, did a lot of reading on it and did some training on it and was an exercise leader in different things. And uh, I participated quite, quite a bit in that kind of stuff. And the bottom line is, is that uh, <laughs> the sound of one hand clapping is, uh, is something that uh, I found very useful to know. And uh, it's also very useful to know the uh, uh, how we know what we know and do we know what we know. And so many people sometimes don't know what's so. They just have a perception of what that is. And there's a difference. And sometimes uh, it's an opportunity when you discover uh, how you know what you know or what's so, uh, you can discover what you didn't know. And it can be very useful for people that are having problems or in the dark about whatever. Uh, so, you know, life's not perfect, and life's not an exact science. It, 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 it takes all kinds to be in life, and bottom line is is that uh, knowing is uh, we're, we're interested in uh, informing people about what's so. And uh, we don't plan to embellish or tell anybody stories or build up anything. We do have our advertisements here. We're a nonprofit com- uh, or company, so we uh, basically we just uh, – uh, Say what we say to uh, help you all out. You got a reading? I think so. We're going to look into show off your support of Grassroots Radio. Cater has T-shirts and stickers available for your wearing and tagging pleasure. Get yours at Davis Media Access, open Tuesdays through Fridays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Find us at 1623 5th Street, just east of L Street in Davis. Right next to the... Uh, Red Barn Nursery. I'm going to attempt a couple different things as time goes along and constantly changing, juking, and jiving. I'm going to try to, one, lower my voice. We've actually had the uh, my volume turned down a little bit purposely today to try to do that. And secondly, I'm gonna, from time to time, I'll give you a caution alert when reality is going to be thrown out. So you can either cover your ears or prepare for reality. And I'm about to ask Gunnar a question. And my father used to, my father was from Boston, Massachusetts, and he used to look at us kids and said, you kids would bitch if you're hung with a new rope. Hmm. So 
to me, that's no big deal. The gunner, that's no big deal. But some of the listening audience, that might be kind of intense. Hmm. Well, I never really knew to this day exactly what that meant. And as I'm listening to you, Gunner, what is the sound of one hand clapping? I still don't know what that means. Uh, well, you know, it makes it, it, it gives you cause to ponder. What is the sound of one hand clapping? I mean, doesn't it take two hands to make noise? So is there any noise when one hand claps? I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you think about when you hear a riddle like that. And uh, in, in, if you were in a Zen ashram, and Kyle and I were talking about that earlier, uh, it, it reduces everything to the most basic, finite moment. And so that question is just a question to get you to think about what's so and what's not so. Because when you think about what's so, there's a lot of what's not so's there. There's a lot of what you think is so is not so. So it clears things up. So sometimes our mind is so full and we have so much in our head that uh, uh, you know, and nobody's ever really taught us how to empty that. So we just walk around with a full cup all the time, splashing over all the time, and you don't have any room for any new data. So, so I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what that is. But uh, and you can call us, 792-1648. Uh, so, but many people in, in Davis, metaphysical, educational, college town like it is, there's some bright people in this town, very bright people. And my nephew, he's 20, 24, he's going to be a doctor. Real sharp kid. Millennials are like they believe in the uh, uh, in the uh, the technology of science and, and internet science, and, and and we know so much. There's God, we are getting things so fast now. It's a, it boggles the mind. And uh, being an old guy, I mean, it just it boggles the mind how quick we can get data. Even my uh, nephew, he's 38 years old. I ask him a question. If he doesn't know, he knows about everything. But he, 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 he'll, he'll Google it. He'll ask Boom. the phone. Versus when we were out there playing around and something would come up, you'd think, okay, now do I want to go ask dad or mom or look in that dictionary? If I Can I reach the dictionaries up on that top shelf? How am I going to find out the answer to whatever? You know what I mean? Well, what, I was, what a difference. When I was a kid, they used to sell encyclopedias, and they're useful. I mean, well, that's what I mean. Am I, what am I saying? Dictionary? Yeah. Encyclopedias. Encyclopedia. Everybody had the rack of encyclopedias? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you're, and I, I don't think any of them had opened, or half of them had never been opened. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, I did, I, I, I did get into the encyclopedias. One of the first things I discovered in encyclopedia is how big the catfish are in the Mississippi River. Do you know there's 200 and 300 pound catfish in the Mississippi River? Did you know that? They have pictures of them. You stick your arm in there and catch one of them, maybe. Yeah, they, call they, call that, they call that noodling. Noodling. When you reach down and put your hand inside a big fish's mouth and close your fist and then pull it out, or it pulls you in, and it's, that's the end of your noodling career. Uh, my my uh, ex's father would do that. He would noodle, catch some pretty big fish. Well, they got to be pretty big before you get your hand in their mouth. So. Anyway, on a different note, John Costable, his quote is, there is nothing ugly. I never saw an ugly thing in my life. For let the form of an object be what it may, light, shade, and perspective will always make it beautiful. John Costable. Ha. Huh. Well, our, our most valuable resource is time. We lost Mary Tyler Moore last week. And a guy nobody knows, but they know of him, is Nasaya Nakamura, 91-year-old man that developed Pac-Man and introduced it to the United States in 1980. He started his career operating rides at a Tokyo department store, and he came up with the Pac-Man. 
Wow. So. I remember that game. That was like Nase- Pong. Nasea Nakamira died today at 91. He had a, had a well, 91-year life. That's a pretty long life, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I have people in my family that are still still alive. My aunts, my dad, my grandfather's aunts all live to be close to 100. And uh, my mom, she's going to be 94 in March. So Maybe I should give them an idea of some of the shows that we have, and maybe you folks can call in. Again, 530-757-2419 is the office phone number. Anytime this week, call in. Uh, I think Jeff's extension is 14. I think Autumn's extension is 11. I think Derek's is, I don't, is it? Do they have a directory for that? They might have a directory. Yeah, they have a directory for that. If you know somebody, leave them a message. You know, what do you like about the show? What don't you like about the show? Would you like to hear more of this or that or the other? What are your subjects? Why don't you let them in on it so we can, some of the potential subjects we have. You said you had 16 of them? Allergies is one. Bankruptcy is another. Playing both sides, divided and why. Femininity afraid to admit this and that. The masculine male afraid of this. Talk about a little bit of the both sides. A social slide why are we? Why? Why have we socially slid? Timeshare, prison system revamped. I don't know. It's okay to admit you're wrong. Spend a little time about this major fear in this country to admit you're wrong. What is up with that? Overregulated. Depth of anything and everything. Retirement uh, follows. Retirement follows you. Change jobs whenever. Um, Poor me, don't realize what we have. Another subject, Sh- handshaking. Uh, what did I mean by this one here? Which why one? keep certain traditions? Oh, the Chinese bow. Certain things, you know. Why do certain countries do certain things in relation to handshaking? Uh, maybe that maybe Asia learned over years that that's just a great way to pass a cold. Maybe we shouldn't have handshaking in the winter time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Little things. Yeah. What we focus on and why. Another subject. The role of a man, 24, it seems to Gunnar and I at least that this country has become quite wussified. What is it that women expect out of a man today? What do men expect? What do men want? What do we want? What do we want the role of a man to be? Uh, the black card. I would love to address this. I have no idea to this day why we still use the N-word. I think we either should change its subject to mean something else or not say it anymore. Blows my mind why the black community still uses the word. I have a black friend that told me just the other day that I would never know, really know, because I'm not black. And I thought, well, you know, you're, you're no doubt right. right. I said, I can only, I can only imagine. Well, what would it be like to be five foot two? Yeah. What would it be like to be seven foot tall? Right. right. What would it be like to uh, be in a wheelchair? What would, I mean, I could think of fifty things. Uh, peace is another subject. How to promote it uh, to do your part. How can we generate peace in this country? We do realize that basically a lot of bankers and a lot of people make money off of our wars. That's the main reason we have war is to make money. It is silly. It's ridiculous. How do we promote peace in more ways than one? Who votes and why? I really would like to ask. I, I used to be very adamant about making sure you vote. I'm not sure certain people should vote anymore. I think you should have a certain level of education. I think you should have a certain level of awareness. I don't think I should vote for what motor goes in a Mercedes next year because I know nothing about motors. You know what I mean? Maybe we should consider who votes and why. And tough love. I would love to talk about tough love with you all because I think a lot of people, particularly in California, don't understand tough love. 
They don't understand people who have a lot of bravado. They don't understand Donald Trump, for instance. They don't understand people that talk with conviction and want to get things done and just get down to business and how much that cares about you and what that is, how they're worrying about you. It's one of those examples, the tough love thing. I, I know I had a conversation with my son just yesterday, and uh, and he'd been in a horrible accident June 23rd, and he's, re- he's, re- he's recovering, and it, it takes its toll, but he's recovering, and he's doing quite well, actually, but it, uh, by the same token, he's, it's discomfort, and he, he's had a lot of physical trauma. Uh, but I, I, as much as any of you out there that have had children know that probably one of the things you want is for your children to turn out okay and to be okay and to probably be self-sufficient without you. Most of us never outlive our children, so, you know, when we go, we want our children to be okay and, uh, and make it work and, and have life okay. Uh, and, you know, as much as I want to help my, my son and my daughter, I have two, and a, a stepchild and a step-granddaughter, but I— uh, some things you just can't do. Some things you really got to give it to them and say, you know what? Sometimes you got to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. There's no, there's no helping from others. It's nice to have a structure for support. People around you can count on. It's very nice, and you got to acknowledge that and know that. And, and and boy, if you got it, be thankful. And but there's some things you can't do. Somebody, nobody can do for you but yourself. Well, so. you know, you you remind me of two things: how dependent we become on the government. And the difference of that between that and watching the Waltons back in the day. Yeah, yeah, the Waltons. That was pretty, pretty basic stuff. Pretty good. And, I, I like yeah. the Waltons. Right, and you knew refreshing. That, right, and, and folks, those of you that are too young or haven't seen the Waltons, Waltons was a basic show about a family out in the country somewhere that were into the wood business or whatever, and they had grandpa living with them, grandma living with them, the whole kids, the whole family, everybody, and everybody was responsible for their own actions. And if you didn't make any money that whatever you didn't do this, you weren't going to get that. Well, today, we're teaching kids. People are watching others. I'm watching my neighbors. Oh, I'm on workers' comp. Oh, I'm on this free ride. I'm on this free ride. It's become the norm to just wait for the government to help you. Well, the Waltons never had a government to help them. We didn't have a government that, you know, wiped our you-know-what. You know, this, this has been a, you know, an interesting transition that this country has gone through in the last 60 years. No one knows gonna, what's going to happen with this new president, but uh, one of the things I'd like to see happen is that the inner cities, for those people in the inner cities to get jobs. Uh, I know that I had, a little, I had a job when I was young, I was nine, eight, nine years old. I had a lawnmower, and my neighbor told me to go mow a lawn. I said, which lawn? He says, the ones that need mowing. I said, but, you know, I, he just told me to do it, and I did it. And uh, three or four or five days later, somebody come by and give me some money. Right. I didn't even know they'd do it. I mean, I, I didn't know why he told me to do it. I just did it. I had some lawnmower, and I'd mow my lawn, and he'd say, why don't you go mow the lawn across the street? And uh, and I tried that, and then I had a paper route. And uh, anyway, I, I just think there's a real sense of pride in making a few bucks on your own and having a job for yourself. And I'm a man, and I think there's a huge difference between the male and the female. So, But I think women have a sense of pride when they have accomplishments like providing for themselves. And... Uh, but as a young man, I thought it was really cool to have a job. And when I went to college, I had a full-time job at Technicolor, and I worked all night. I didn't work. I just was there, and they paid me 40 hours to be there in case something broke. And if nothing broke, they still paid me. And if something broke, I went into the dark room and fixed it. And, uh, and then I shingled a little bit in the afternoon between my 
between uh, classes. But uh, it was all about money. It was all about making enough money just to buy books, to buy food, and to, and to get through college. So Johnny Carson is on Channel 382 on cable reruns, and Tom Hanks was on last night, and he was really young. Oh, and by the way, I think I found out Tom Hanks, if he was telling us the truth out of his own mouth last night, guess where he's from? Ah, uh, not Sacramento. I know, but I've heard many times he is from Sacramento. He said last night on Johnny Carson, some 30 years ago when he was on the show, uh-huh. Oakland. Oakland, wow, that's yeah. close. But anyway, he commented about how he was becoming, you know, take on juggling. Because he said if he couldn't make some money some other way, he wanted to make sure he had things covered. If actor, acting didn't work out, he says, I find myself, I don't, can't do anything other than entertain. So he says, if I can't do it acting, I better be good at juggling. Wow. So, I mean, rather than just saying, if I don't have a job, I'm going to go have the government pay me. Wow. A little different today. Justin Timberlake's a real talented song and dance guy. I, I didn't know that until I saw him do some things. I thought, wow, he's an actor and a song and dance guy. But those uh, entertainers, uh, it's either money or mud for those guys. They either make a bunch or they, they starve. So that's a good and a bad thing. Let me take care of one of these things while I'm here. Uh Tune in to the Awesome Patrol Show, fondly known as TAPS, for happy hour jams filled with new music you should know and love. Sarah, DJ Sarah TAPS sounds the airways every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. only on KDIRT for replay times. Visit KDIRT.org and click the schedule tab. I want to give a heads up to folks out there of caller inners and this creative... Uh, again, 530-792-1648 if you have an example of something you want to share with. But just the other day, I got called by somebody again that says that they were Windows support. And this time they called me. I want to just share with you an angle that I'm learning to use with them. And if you want to call in and give us some other advice, 530-792-1648, we would love to hear it. But when these fake Windows people either call your home or your mother's home or your grandmother's home or their computer... And anyway, I asked the guy, I said, sir, uh, what's your number? I just said, just, just, just so I can call you back here if we get disconnected. So he gave me his number. And then I asked him another question. He asked me, you know, he tries to get into the spiel. And I said, well, what's, what's your name? So he says, we're, we're Windows Tech Support. So he kept going. I said, well, can I get your extension? And then he gave me his extension. And then we asked a little something else. Something else and I, and I, I was about 95% sure that this guy was full of baloney. Anyway, but then I said, okay, quick, sir, I don't know if I wrote that number down. Could you repeat it back to me? Because <laughs> you could tell he made it up. Wow. And right about then, the phone clicked. Wow. So anyway, just a heads up, folks. There's a lot of BS and go along with computers, uh, Windows support, supposedly, stuff on your computer acting as this, acting as that. Slow down a little bit when you're in those situations and kind of ask yourself, is this normal? You know, does the government usually call me and ask me for money? Whatever silly thing it is, you know, ask yourself, what's really going on? This is an old saying, and it's probably going to—it could be misconstrued, so I'll explain it after I say it. I was told this a long time ago. Beware of the Greeks bearing gifts. Now, this isn't anything about Greeks other than that they're very sharp with money. And uh, if they're giving something away, the chances are you're not going to get anything because Greeks don't give anything away because they're sharp with money. And other ethnics are too, but the Greeks is what I heard about it. And so beware of something for nothing or something too good. If something seems to be too good to be true, it may just be too good to be true. Oh, that's so true. By the way, 
I looked up the word educate, building ideas and solving problems. This is, this is an educational channel. So the word educate means to provide with schooling, to develop mentally and morally, to provide with information, train, discipline, school, instruct, and teach. So it's a pretty broad subject. So today you'll find out what the sound of one hand clapping is. That's an education. For those of you who don't know, for those of you that know, you just hear what you know. I'm still wondering. Ah. Well, I'll tell you in just a minute. And it's very useful to know this. It gets, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, that's so simple and so easy, and yet it's, it boggles the mind when the mind is full. And according to the, the Zen masters that uh, would teach something like this, uh, the cl- your cup's half full or half empty. If better in your life, if you consider your cup half full, that way your, your acknowledgement is on what you have. If you consider your cup half empty, and it's say it is half empty and half full, well, then you're looking at what you don't have, and it's a negative place to be. It's almost like you're not acknowledging the fact that you have this, that, and the other. And biblically speaking, a guy was complaining about not having any shoes until he saw a guy without any feet. So it gives you perspective. So I have a funnyism. Yeah. I don't think I read this. I think we shared this, whatever we talked about a little today. But I just thought this was priceless. Actually, I'll give a shout out to, I think it's Kathy here in town that uh, if she were listening or people knew or whatever. Anyway, I think I saw it from her on Facebook. And I just thought this was hilarious. It was about something about losing weight or the troubling of losing weight or whatever. And they... This person had 11 things written down about her late weight loss BS. It said, number one, my goal for 2016 was to lose just 10 pounds, only 15 to go. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, ate salad for dinner, mostly croutons and tomatoes, really just one big round crouton covered with tomato sauce (laughs) and cheese. Fine. It was a pizza. I ate a pizza. Three, it's kind of, there's all these different things that have gone wrong in this whole thing. It's just kind of, how to prepare tofu? A, throw it in the trash. B, grill some meat. (laughs) I don't think this person's enjoying that. No, probably not. Number four, I just did a week's worth of cardio after walking into a spider web. Number five, I don't mean to brag, but I finished my 14-day diet in three hours and 20 minutes. A recent study has found that women who carry a little extra weight live longer than men who mention it. (laughs) Number seven, kids today don't know how easy they have it. When I was young, I had to walk nine feet through shag carpet to change the TV's channel. Number eight, I may not be that funny or athletic or good-looking or smart or talented. Oh, I forgot where I was going with this. Number nine, I love being over 50. I learn something new every day and forget five others. Number 10, I think I'll just put an out-of-order sticker on my forehead and call it a day. Number 11, senility has been a smooth transition for me. Hmm. Yeah, my sister and my mom would diet a lot. And I often wonder why they would do that. But uh, different people, many of my neighbors, they would diet too. And uh, I read this, I, I found this tape, and I, I discovered this thing in my reading, you know, studying the art of behavior and stuff like that, and metaphysical books that I was reading. 
that we have a set point. And if you're not careful and you starve yourself too much, you put your body into something called uh, starvation mode and where your set point for metabolizing is very high and it doesn't go off where it should. Uh, my first wife and childhood sweetheart uh, ate five to seven times a day. And uh, she looks like today, she's 60 years old, and she looks like she's uh, she looks like she did when she was 22. And she probably eats six to seven times a day. But what, what I learned from that is the set point you're metabolizing. When you, when you have regular meals or you eat on a regular basis, your body knows that and it metabolizes. So, but when you starve yourself or go long periods without eating, it's not, not good for you, by the way, uh, you, you go into a starvation mode and your, your body thinks, oh, I'm starving. I better save what I, I've eaten. So then they, it stores, uh, primarily it stores fat, but it stores food rather than metabolizing it. So uh, dieting can be hazarded if you skip meals and or don't eat when you should eat. So it's a good idea to eat often, keep your energy level up, and uh, don't make too big a deal about weight loss or weight gain. Building ideas, here's our disclaimer, and solving problems with Kyle and Gunner will freely offer advice, but makes no guarantees regarding the veracity of any opinions shared on the air. Also, we assume no liability for said claims. And kids, please don't try this at home. Contact us at info at kdrt.org or call in our main office, 530-757-2419. Particularly this week, folks, we're looking for critiques. We're looking for feedback. Should we get, become a bigger show? Should we go to TV? Should we go away? Should we go left? Should we go right? What do you think of building ideas and solving problems with Gunnar and Kyle? Again, the office number is 530-757-2419. Interesting. I've always said that, uh, uh, well, I've always been concerned about uh, our world working. And uh, when you see things like Aleppo over in the Mideast, uh, it doesn't look like it's working very well over there. And uh, the war in Iraq, any war, the war in Vietnam, the World War in the Argonne Forest. I did a job for a guy that was 85 years old. And that as a 20-year-old, he was over in the Argonne Forest fighting the world in France, fighting World War II, fighting a bunch of Germans. I read the book, All's Quiet on the Western Front. And uh, that's a book about young soldiers that uh, were cold and starving and depressed uh, about the war they were fighting. It was a kind of a senseless war. Hitler was called a madman, but he was the reason we had that war. And uh, uh, there's no there's no point to it. I like Kyle's bumper sticker. Uh, he's against the next war. He was against the last war, and he's against the next war. So I, I think if we never had another war, it'd be cool. I'm already sick of the next war. I think it's that's what the yeah, yeah, sticker yeah. says. Yeah. So. And folks, in the next week or two, we're going to be kind of getting back into our old groove. By three weeks from now, um, depending, we would have a subject, and we would be it would be building an idea or solving a problem, and then around that would be other information and so forth. And uh, um, I think I'm going to have this little thing called relax and enjoy. And uh, you ready, Gunner? Yeah. Or what? Uh, well, I, I also know that we're going to probably have one of our sessions will be about the uh, the uh, the wild world of gluten and the uh, false news about gluten and the real news about gluten. 
Is gluten a poison? Is gluten bad? Is gluten good? It's all over the place. And for some reason, this country is full of gluten. And it's interesting. Last night I was listening to the radio, and there's this guy that he's obviously selling you vitamins, and you know he's got that angle. But he's every once in a while he used to say he used to start off the remedy with you know eliminate gluten from your diet and then do this. Mm-hmm. And last yesterday, this gentleman's opinion that was I think it was 5:30 a.m. was it like something like 95 percent of the public shouldn't be eating gluten or should be aware of it. I mean, I think this is getting. It's just very interesting because when you when you look at it, if you if you ate, there's a book out called Eat for Your Blood Type, and they talk about eating what your your ancestors are used to, and I just wonder how you know we we kind of in the 20s or so brought about wheat upon America as you know that's rather than feeding everybody with potatoes or feeding everybody with rice, we chose wheat if you will, and I kind of wonder if it isn't just the dumbing down of America just by wheat. I mean, I kind of think it's alcohol and drugs in general, but could it be as simple as wheat? We don't know. Gluten is the stuff in wheat that makes bread soft. And uh, I read a little bit about it. And uh, some people are highly allergic to it, celiacs, and some people are partially allergic to it, which gives them a lot of problems. And a lot of times they don't discover why they have the problems. Uh, A lot of allergies are very hard to detect. I had hay fever when I was younger, and my doctor would say, well, just eat certain things and and eat them and, and make a note of what you what uh, what you what you ingest and then if something you have a problem try to go back and see what you ingested and avoid those things and see if it clears up because it's very difficult to discover if you have an allergy and who is it I was just talking to somebody yesterday their child is uh, allergic to peanuts yeah buddy of mine his daughter is uh, allergic to peanuts at a very young age that's so. very that's very prevalent these days very prevalent yeah there's a lady named J.J. Virgin. I heard her for the first time, and, uh, and I'm not advocating her, but uh, she has the J.J. Virgin diet, and she was on Channel 6. I'm a member of Channel 6. I kind of support Channel 6, and, and, uh, and she, she has a Dr. Amen that she really likes, and his forte is to protect women from playing soccer because they hit the ball with their head, and he's, his study is on protecting them their, their, from the brain damage they can have from using the, their head as a, uh, a soccer thing. Well, J.J. Virgin says you should stay away from seven things. Soy, peanuts, gluten, corn, dairy, eggs, and sugar. Uh, I tried it for about 12 days. I think I lost 12 pounds. I mean, (laughs) what are you going to eat when you don't eat those things, you know? (laughs) Stay away from food. Yeah, stay away from food. So, All right, here we go. Um, Relax and enjoy. I'm going to try to use these comments here to kind of soothe your worry about nothing. Because most everything that we worry about today, I'm convinced of, is nothing. And I'll start off by saying everything you're worried about happening to you or whatever it is you're worried about, the last three administrations already did to you. You, you put up Obama, Bush, and Clinton together and this, all these things have already happened, folks. So, again, try to realize that. Try to realize the media. I think uh, I'm going to read a little bit from Bannon. Bannon refers to the media is, uh, as, let's see here. He says, the media here is the opposition party. They don't understand this country. They still do not understand why Donald Trump is the president of the United States. And a lot of you are probably just like that. 
you don't understand what's going on in the middle Midwest. You don't understand what's going on in middle America. We think everything is related to California or New York or wherever it is you are. Uh, we don't know either, by the way. We don't know what's going on. I mean, we know and we don't know. You know, we know this, we know that, and we don't know this, and we don't know that. Well, it depends on how much you pay attention. I've got a pretty good feeling of what's happening. And Donald Trump is just a guy that is tired, simply tired of seeing his country run by people that are less than qualified. And in his 70 years of having a bankruptcy fall on his face, getting up, brushing himself off, two or three marriages and all the above, he's very well qualified for this job. For seven years, he's been practicing hiring and firing on a show. Think about it. That's a lot of what that job is. Hiring the right people, knowing who to hire, who not to, and know when to get rid of them. I'll, you say, I'll say this, but by doing that, you learn something. If you've never done that, exactly. you'll never learn until you've done I've done a lot of that myself. So. Yeah. And again, folks, we need to look at people that have accomplished things and hire them. Some of the brightest people I know are millennials, and I have a nephew that uh, doesn't share your concept of Trump quite like that. Uh, he's afraid. Uh, and not he's not a scared, scary guy. So how old is he? He's 23. And when I was 23, I was in the I know everything years. No, he's pretty smart, and he knows a lot. Right, and, and I knew everything when no, I was I 23. I know. Oh, yeah, I did work with one of those guys. And him recently. and I don't agree on some things, but he uh, he has a notion about it. And, I, and, and he, I'm going to read a book he gave, put in front of me, and, and we, we've had some dialogues, and it's interesting. But a lot of your millennials— are have not don't have the experience you and I have, Kyle. So they they really just are going on on what they know and what and they're bright and 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 so they have notions about everything. So and then the bottom line I think for 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 me and for Trump is that we don't know what Trump's going to do, but he's but he looks like he's going to uh, up our to, economy. Keep to his promises. Recovery. He's been telling you what he's going to do the and, whole and, time and he's he been running, to, and he seems to be going after that. And he's not doing very politi- he's not politically correct. So people he's doing what needs to be done. Here's some something opposition. by Ben Carson, another example. Ben Carson, very wise, distinguished, experienced man. At one time, my choice. I thought this guy should be the yeah. president. So. And again, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna read this every week. We've been conditioned to think that our politicians can solve our problems. But at some point, maybe we will wake up and recognize that it was politicians who created our problems. Ben Carson. So, I always, always thought they were bad leaders. So change your paradigm of thinking. Exactly. I always thought business people would be better leaders. But I'm yep. a businessman. Yep. And that's yeah. the way our forefathers wanted it. This is a relaxing and enjoying here. Congress, politics, constantly complaining and never doing anything. Have you noticed that? Folks, I'm an independent for 25 years. I don't care if you're talking about the left and the right. Why are you sticking up for people in Congress, in the legislature, in wherever, when all they do is constantly complain and get little to nothing done? Why stick up for those kind of people? Move on. Relax and enjoy. Watch somebody that understands how to run things run things. I have one more thing to say before I let everybody know the sound of one hand clapping, uh, those who don't know. The City of Davis Senior Center. The City of Davis Senior Center offers monthly support groups for mature adults and their families facing the challenges of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, peripheral neuropathy, hearing loss, and general transitions that come with aging. In addition, the informal men's support group meets monthly to share snacks and stories. All groups gather at the Davis Senior Center located near downtown at the corner of 7th and A Streets. 
For more information, contact the Davis Senior Center at 530-757-5696 or via communityservices.cityofdavis.org. Very nice. Mission accomplished. I'll give you an example. The whole thing with uh, people coming into our country, I really believe it's this simple. He says, quoted from Donald Trump, I believe, we want to ensure that we are not admitting into our country the very threats that our soldiers are fighting overseas. Don't overanalyze it. Don't worry about every little thing that the drama police tell you to get worried about, the media, the whatever, the da-da-da-da-da. Sure, pay attention if you like. But you don't need to respond or worry about it instantaneously. Nothing happens overnight anyway. Relax and enjoy. Um, ladies, you've done it. You are equal, or in my opinion, you are above man, at least in California. In my opinion, this country, th- excuse me, this state of California is being run by the woman gender. So you're equal now. Congratulations. Now the hard part is, what are you going to do with that? You know, a lot of times you want to be in charge. You want this, you want that. Well, you've got it now. So now let's see you help us do things in the manner in which is correct, which is fair, which is right. Accept what is and let go of what was and have faith in what will be. You were going to say, Gunner? Uh, no, I, I thought that I was just, yes, I agree. Uh, so anyway, uh, when you ask the, que- the question about the sound of one hand clapping, it's, it's designed to make you think. And it's designed to... Hold on now. I'm not, you, you've got 10 minutes left here. You said you were going to say that in a little bit. I'm on my roll here. All right, you get on your roll and yeah, say I've that. Yeah, I've still got four more little things to say oh, to we'll relax and I, enjoy. I'm not, I'm not next to him, so I can't see his notes. Well, you know, you know. Together we can, folks. People, we need to learn to support each other. We need to grow up. Children fight. Have you ever noticed? Your child come home and little Ricky picked on little Jenny? I mean, are adults these days acting any different? We need to grow up. We, learn, we need to learn to quit complaining. Turn the, um, what's that little water tank that you go to complain with? Turn the water, that water, yeah. the water cooler into the solution cooler. Step it up. Consider registering as an independent. Why support Republican and Democratic parties if they're using you, if they're not doing anything? Consider your options, folks. But let's learn together, because together we can easily do this. All of, our, all of our problems are solved with very little effort. We create all of our problems. We are the source of that stuff. When he says grow up, I think I, I say unite. And uh, there when, you go. When he says uh, don't complain about problems, I say, well, how about this? How about finding a solution? It's just as hard to find a solution as it is to find a problem. I mean, everybody, it's easier, it seems like, and it's not necessarily easy, but you can, everybody can go around and find out what's wrong. And I, as a roofing contractor, I used to go up on my crew of nine men, and I'd find everything, every mistake they made, and I would make a list of it and tell the foreman, I said, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And, uh, but the bottom line is, is that, uh, in, in life, it's, it, it works better to look for a solution, not, not just look, not, not, not look to find a reason to complain. And keep your distance from people who will let, never admit they are wrong 
and always try to make you feel like it's all your fault. That's called manipulation. Uh, uh, something else, too, but manipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Dems, really look at her. Look where she comes from. Look who her husband is. Look at what her intentions are. I find it very hard to believe that this woman has been reelected or that that's my feeling. Maybe you guys can share with us 5307921648 what it is that you see. She seems like a lot of the people that different parties have, you know, the old school of doing things. And I'm just using her as an example. How about um what's the guy that ran for president on the Republican side? McCain. You know what I mean? What is McCain doing there still? These people have been in office forever. He's a senator in Arizona, yes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. How about some new blood? How about some new thoughts? How about some happy, relaxing, enjoying ways of doing things? I don't follow Pelosi at all. Uh, I only know about this. We've got to read the bill, to pass the bill to sign, figure out what's in it. And much like the sound of one hand clapping, uh, you don't re- you don't pass a bill to find out what's in it. To find out what's in it, you find out what's in it. If you pass a bill, you pass a bill to pass a bill. Right. You find out what's in it to find out what's in it. In other words, they didn't do their homework, folks. No, and she didn't. She doesn't know the sound of one hand clapping. She didn't go up on that. top of the roof to see what was wrong with it. She just said, "Oh," or he and and they and he and all the rest of them just said, "Oh, let's just pass it." To see what's in it. To see what's in it. And that's like, God, are you kidding me? Here's what I will say about if you're if you're questioning Donald Trump at all to have a little relax and peace and joy in your life. Listen to the words of his inauguration speech. To me, they are wonderful. He nails it. He talks about the people behind him, the left, the right, all the politicians and how they're basically using you. How they're just not even hardly serving you. Listen to his words. Read his words. I might not be remembering it right. But he says everything he's going to do in that inauguration, folks, and whoever's listening, it's all for you, for the people of the United States. And this is what I, this is what I will say that came right from it. He says, you will never be ignored again. Well, so far he's been going and going and going. And he's working for you, folks. He's, he's meeting his normal amount of obstruction, maybe a little more. But uh, uh, you meet that in uh, in a two-party system, and so that's what we've got. And uh, California, we're, a lot of the people in California were disappointed, and we know that. So, And we've got six minutes left between my paradoxical commandments of an ounce of difference, which are fun. We'll uh, have you... Uh, including myself, teach us what does one one hand clapping. You ready for the first paradoxical commandment here? Yeah, go ahead. And again, here we got, what is it? Oh, four minutes. We've got less than four. Okay. Well, you cut me off at any time. Um, yeah. And or in, in, in trying to find a, a feeling of relaxation and a feeling of joy in, in, t- in today's day, and it, it is very easy, folks, actually, if you concentrate on the right thing, don't forget some of these things. People are illogical, unreasonable, and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are honest, some people will laugh at you. Be honest anyway. 
If you speak out for what you believe, people may make fun of you. Speak out anyway. Think big and small-minded people will sneer at you. Think big anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. Build anyway. I've got four more, Gunner. What, what, what do you want to... Go ahead. Oh, you got... Go All right. No, we we got... got time. All right. People are crying out for help, but may attack you if you help them. Help them anyway. Boy, don't I see that. Some days there won't be a song in your heart. Sing anyway. The world loves top dogs. Fight for a few underdogs anyway. And lastly, give the world the best you have. The most and most people will not even notice. But give this miraculous, fragile world the best you have anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think Mother Teresa? No. Uh, who was that? Anyway. Some, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, lost the, I lost the person. I think it was Mother Teresa that uh, was committed to helping others. And I've always said it, and I'll say it now. You should be yourself, do your best, and don't be something you're not. And uh, and as far as the sound of one hand clapping, the sound of one hand clapping is the sound of one hand clapping. Uh, it's no, no more difficult than what's so. So we make things up, and we turn things into stuff we don't need to. Just be yourself, and uh, uh, something to learn that can really help you in life is to expand and include the things in your life. When you include the things in your life as yours, uh, they no longer run you, but you own them. It's a big transition, big distinction to make. So that's it. The sound of one hand clapping is the sound of one hand clapping. I love it. Feel free to call in. To uh, our office, 530-757-2419. Please tell our people what you love about our show. Tell your, our people about what frustrates you about our show. Tell our people what you'd like to see in our show next year, in the future. Should we go to TV? Should we go left? Should we go right? Should we move to Sacramento? Should we keep just entertaining you? What do you folks think? You want a little quick quote here on the way out in our sure. last 15 seconds? Yeah, go ahead. Aim so high, you'll never be bored. Linda Gibbons. Ah, what a sweetheart. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We hope to hear you or see you or talk to you next Tuesday. The audio engineer.